So as I was speaking to Hassan, one of the things that became really clear for me is our kind of communal love of learning. And what strikes me as being really inspiring about him is that he looks for learning opportunities everywhere. And that's something that I can firmly resonate with. What I find in my own experience of life is that everything could be a learning opportunity if you allow yourself to lean into it. It's very easy for us just to go about our day to day and feel as if we're only learning in formal learning or education environments. But actually, when you pause and you reflect and you allow yourself to think and feel about what is the opportunity that is out there for you, all of a sudden you put yourself in learning mode. Now, there are a number of benefits from viewing learning as something that is quite significant in your life. And that is not what the subject of this particular side note is. But what I would like to do is cover what happens to you if love of learning is one of the values that you have or the the ways that you kind of live your life. And A side note to the side note is if you are not sure about the values that you have within yourself, then a really good way of finding out what they are is by doing something called the VIA Character Strengths Assessment. That is available for free. And there's a link into the show notes for this particular episode with a direct link for where you can go and you can do that exercise. And it gives you your top Uh, I think it's five or seven um, character strengths. And within the whole spectrum of character strengths, love of learning is one. Now, the, the character strength definition for love of learning is, I am motivated to acquire new levels of knowledge or deepen my existing knowledge or skills in a significant way. And if you know anything about me, you will know that the idea and the concept of love of learning is way within my top three, perhaps even my number one uh, kind of values and character strengths. Building on that, there's also a lot of work that is available uh, in terms of positive psychology and how love of learning can impact you. And you can find that at a link into the Authentic Happiness website at the University of Pennsylvania. And again, that is linked into the show notes here. Now, what I would love to do is just to spend a couple of moments focusing in on some of the benefits that you gain when you think in about learning and education and you just view every single opportunity as something that can help you to to grow intellectually. And a quick side note on that, that, you know, Reading a book is learning, watching TV is learning, even going to the cinema is learning. And I tell you, one of the the most uh, irritating things that I do for my children is that when we go to the cinema, I take my phone out not to kind of send messages to friends or others. And I'm always telling my kids to put their phones away. What I do is I open up my notes app and I take notes on the movie that I am watching. And the reason I do that is because there are insights that one can gain from every single experience of life, 
if you allow yourself to lean in. And for me, I like to document those. So whether you do that in a notebook or with a pen and paper or however, I always really advocate for just taking a a moment to pause and writing down the things that you're learning. Again, I will do another side note about this at some point, but there is a, uh, another layer of information that you gain when you make learning a visceral experience and you actually take pen and put it in your hand and write down on paper. In fact, I cover and expand on that slightly within the book results, the art and science of getting it done. Again, a link to that in the show notes. Now, Let's quickly go to what are the things that happen when you develop a strong sense of love of learning. The the research shows that you actually have quite positive feelings about learning new things. And leaning into that for a moment, what's really fascinating is that there are some things that naturally we want to learn. And there are some things that I think you kind of feel some form of a resistance towards. My encouragement for you is to recognize you don't have to learn everything. Some people want to learn to knit. Some people want to learn to cook. Other people want to develop their leadership skills. Some people want to know the ins and outs of how to look after a cat. Some people want to know about all of the different house plants they can grow within their home. Others want to learn about the mechanics of an airplane Whatever it is for you is fine as long as you are really engaging with that part of you that is activated by the learning, because then that's when your brain starts to grow. And that's when the, um, I think they're called the, oh gosh, I want to, I'm going to pronounce it wrong, but the, the myelin kind of connects between one part of the brain and the other, and your brain actually gets stronger. And there's wonderful neuroscience work that's coming out now that is demonstrating the impact of learning anything really as we get older and how it helps our brain to keep young. So there's a really, really significant kind of piece of information in that. In addition, learning helps you to self-regulate your efforts in terms of dealing and responding to challenge and frustration, and maybe even in terms of your perceptiveness to what is happening around you. So the more um, rich your information is in terms of what you've got access to, the easier it is, I think, to be able to navigate our ways through this challenge and this gift and this joy that we call life. In some spaces as well, what learning can do is it can help you to kind of feel not just intellectually challenged, but also kind of provide that space to pause and just to do something new. And I think in some situations, learning or the process of learning actually can be quite meditative because what you're doing is you're kind of um, engaging your intellect, but your nervous system, depending again on what you're learning, your nervous system can be calmed down. And that detachment between intellectual stimulation and physical stimulation is quite significant in helping you to to respond in some ways to uh, anxiety or to some of the other challenges that may be happening around in your life. And, And one really significant point on that is that that doesn't work for everybody. It works for some. 
So you find your own way of how you detach your mind from your nervous system so that you can kind of really create that space for you to pause and meditate and really just think about nothing. I mean, I think it's quite amazing that sometimes the the stimulation of learning and developing a new skill actually can give us the ability just to pause and slow down. Some other real benefits that the love of learning brings is that it's a huge kind of um, sense of resourcefulness. So not only are you kind of developing a new skill or, or refining one that you already have, you're also actually kind of reminding yourself of the wonderful skill set that you have in terms of your ability to be able to learn. I think we live in a time where not many people kind of continue to educate themselves and those that do might view learning as a form of addiction. And I am speaking to myself there. I think that um, everything is healthy in the right amount of doses, but sometimes if you lean into something too much, as I have done with education in the past, there is a, a kind of a real need just to stop and ask yourself, why is it that you're continuing to learn and to, to develop? And for example, for me, I know that I've made a very conscious decision that once I've completed my doctorate, I need to pause for a few moments before I decide what I'm going to be doing next in terms of learning. Um, now, when it comes to an individual having a sense of a love of learning, what's really powerful about that is that you can then impart that to other people as well. And somehow you can uh, motivate and promote others to develop that skill set as well. And again, it can be through simple things. But the key thing here in terms of motivating somebody else is really understanding what is it that they want to learn and why do they want to learn it? And you're having no judgment at all about the, the area that they want to go to. I remember when I was in sixth form many, many decades ago, and um, I started to do a class in jewellery making in Kentish Town in London. And it was so funny because it was an evening class and there was no real sense to why I was doing it. But that skill set that I learned in terms of how to hold stones and work with fine metals was something that I really enjoyed. And some, And there is a piece in there about a physical engagement with something, the level of focus that is needed, and also the real sense of joy that comes out when you allow yourself to actually go through a visceral experience whilst you're learning. So there are a number of different kind of angles to this. Some is learning through books and through reading, and some is also learning through that experiential experience. I'm an advocate for both. Most of all, in all of these things, I'm a real advocate for whatever it is that you want to learn and to develop and go out there and work out what is it that you can do to really hone in on your love of learning and how can you impart that to others. If you enjoyed this episode of With Sayada, I'd appreciate it if you could rate, review and subscribe. It helps other people find out about the podcast and the work of the Centre for Belonging and Understanding. 